This is the business of sports. Should Major League Baseball shorten up the season? How do we present football to the audience of the future? I don't think that most players understand the power that they have. Michael Barr. The future of IndyCar racing is looking bright. Scott Soshnick. Very basic math here. More bidders means more money. Evan Novi williams The team value has essentially quadrupled. And the leaders in the sports industry. Time to bring in our guest, Hal Steinbrenner. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman. Atlanta Braves President Derek Schiller. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi-Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast where... We! We! Party. He didn't participate again. And I know. It's, it's you know... I don't know why he thinks that's okay. You know, it's... I mean, it says we, we. It's all right, man. The whole it's, purpose is participation. It's okay. And he's eating his cereal as we're doing this. Oh, that's a good thing. Now. That's good. <laughs> Cheerios? <laughs> he mixes about six or seven different cereals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going <laughs> to... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to explore the big money issues of the world of sports. Today, we'll begin with, yes, we know. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl and the wrong team that you, got you, to you, the you Super Bowl. Wanna, you don't want to start with the big New Jersey Rockets weekend in Buffalo? Wait a minute. Wait a at minute. The, the North American Championship? Oh, yeah, we, we do have to start with that because you uh, had a First of all, I don't, I don't need to play any more outdoor games in Buffalo. That's first of all. <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks for that. It's but, cold but, in Buffalo. Okay, yeah, but the lads, you ready? Seven and zero, win the championship with victories over Canada's number two and three teams. Little man Jackson, yeah, MVP of the championship game. Jack, we got to have him in here. He was in here. We got to bring him back. See if he'll talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We got to have, have him back in here. Yeah, great, great weekend. But oh my god, canceled yeah. flights. Yeah, up. you told me. Seven about hour that. drive home. Just... If if the falls are frozen, Niagara Falls. Yeah, you know it's not good. It ain't good. No. Speaking of trouble at the airport, the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> well done, Evan Novi Williams. See, it, well, that, they're trying to avoid trouble at the Super Bowl. TSA is going to mean. Well, I mean, if you've ever <laughs> flown through Atlanta, you know you can have some problems. Now, I right. I've been there for a lot of big events. The worst was the NBA All Star Game in whatever year that was. I mean, the security line was ridiculous, and this is back then when they, when they, when they were getting paid. Right. So now, fearing this might happen again. They're opening the TSA line after the Super Bowl at 3 a.m. Monday morning. Monday yeah, morning. So forget it. You don't even need the hotel that yeah, night. You're not, yeah, Check yeah. out of your hotel, <laughs> go to the game, and go right to the airport. Take the take the one, two, whatever the last flight is, take it. But, I mean, it, it isn't part of the experience. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a man who had a troubled yeah, weekend. No, I mean, listen, if you go, if you go down and you're just a fan of the Patriots – or uh, who they play? The Rams. Oh, oh yeah. well, he said the wrong the team, so I didn't. You know, I want to make sure team. that I, you know, the wrong, I want to make sure it wasn't going to be the Saints. So. There's a lot I want to say about that. I, but go I, ahead. I could, I could tell. Now, if you're a fan of one of the teams, you're down, you know, with your friends or whatever. Sure, stay, party it up, enjoy, whatever. But get out of there as fast as possible. Yet another <laughs> reason why the Super Bowl should be on a Saturday. I, I I've said this, I've said this forever. It's yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we're all conditioned to have the big event, and I'm not, not just the uh, Super Bowl or not just any football game. 
any big stock car race, any oh, big God it, Almighty, we can go Evan, did you see that? On. He the first thing, first place he went was any That's big right. stock car race. Daytona 500 is coming uh-huh. up in less than a month. So they open the season with the Super Bowl. Makes no that's sense. right. That's, makes, that's, makes no sense. That's their thing. I don't. That's like what it. they always say. I don't like it. But I'll, I'll get back to that in a second. All right. Tell me more about the Saints. Uh, yeah. It, of course, anybody who saw Sunday's game, the NFC Championship game, Saints against the Rams, if you have any football sense first of all it was one of the most watched nfc championship games ever and more, pretty more much, people watch the afc though <laughs> well pretty much everybody saw that nfc game except the refs because how do you blow I, a call? I see where you were going with that now. i'm I, sorry yeah look it, come on it's, I, I get it you want them to play so you're going to let a little stuff no, they don't slide. Want to play. They just missed it. It's it. It happens. They missed you it. You missed two calls. Okay. Only two? Good. That's two, a good game I mean, then. On the same play. How do you miss two calls on the same play at the same moment? And you took a, you missed a, a helmet-to-helmet contact and a, and a blatant pass interference. Did it have any? Did it affect uh, any of the betting? Anything? Yes. Yeah, of course. I mean, it affected yeah. the, the outcome of the game. Oh. There are the outcry from Saints fans. Uh, I, I certainly understand why why you're frustrated if you're a Saints fan. But the the potential lawsuits, the governor, the Ridiculous. politicians, well, that's not We're not sports betters trying to sue for – they're trying to sue the NFL. Somebody went the good of, PR route, though, and gave the money back. Everything right? about this is – yeah, one of the small yeah, – one of the small books, sports books, um, yeah. Which you're going to see more and more, you know, the, the, that yeah. stuff that engender, engenders goodwill. The outcry on this was insane. See, it's, it's, so it's ma- like this is the first bad call that's ever but, happened in but, an important game. The, yeah, boy, that's never happened before. But I mean, look, they in the first half they took out the Saints' tight end Hill because there was helmet to helmet contact. They yeah. took him out of the game because they were worried about concussions. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, and here's a blatant helmet to helmet contact, never mind pass interference. Bar, let me ask you a question. Did you watch the game from the field while running alongside the players, or did you watch the game on television? I watched it on TV. What have I told you about the NFL? You have never seen an NFL game until you've watched from the sidelines. I, and I, that you're just sitting there and watching. It's, it's a lot harder than it looks. How These guys are moving so fast, and there's so much happening, it's easy to miss something. But you missed two on the same play. Yeah, I got you. I mean, and I still haven't heard outside of, yep, we missed it. Well, what are, the, what are they supposed to say? We missed it. What, but what? This, this isn't like, you know, a regular season. This was a trip to the Super Bowl. I understand. Ooh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a trip to the Super Bowl. My guess is that the legacy of this game is that they make – pass interference a reviewable, a reviewable call. call which by the which way sean is, payton has been calling for yeah which is going to belichick too as as every sport thinks about its pace of play as every sport thinks about you know how much they want to make reviewable what they don't want to make reviewable i imagine you know from a, a media standpoint how long these games take etc uh, that's going to be a thorny issue to get by they uh, should just show simpson shorts like, <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way i know we got to move on to another topic but one other thing about the super bowl and evan this was your story which i'm like you talk about some drama lows <laughs> <laughs> they are uh Lowe's, they're putting up a bunch of billboards. Am I getting this right? In Atlanta. Where do you think they're buying the lumber? <laughs> Lowe's is the new, the newest NFL sponsor. 
Uh, just so happens to be that they're starting their sponsorship uh, at the at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, which is home base for Home Depot, their their mm. biggest rival. In, in talking to the folks at Lowe's, uh, that's clearly a, an opportunity that they were excited about. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the reason they're doing the deal, but you know they're they, they're in the spirit of competition, um, and that it's just the first of of a number of you know fun little business clashes that's happening down in Atlanta in the next couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, the NFL's uh, Coke sponsor is Pepsi. Uh, there's no there's no co- Coke uh, sponsor is Pepsi. I'm going to jump in <laughs> there because I feel like I have to. So, soda sponsor is, is, <laughs> is Pepsi. Um, Atlanta is obviously a, is, is as Coke as it gets. Um, so yeah, there, there's some fun. The, the Pepsi signs that are down there are already kind of poking fun at the fact that Pepsi is invading Atlanta, uh, Coke's home territory in Atlanta. Now let's talk about UConn financials. I've been talking about UConn financials. Oof. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I'll set it up with it. Ain't good. <laughs> Michael, you and I discussed last week the, yep. the University of Texas financials, which were, yeah. uh, which which are were good. solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when, you, when you're making uh, $200 million in revenue, uh, you can put together a, a self-serving, uh, self-sufficient, full-scale athletic department. UConn is at the other end of the spectrum. They are they're spending about $80 million a year, and in revenue, they're making back about 40 uh, Hold so, on, wait, wait. So quick spending math, eighty, not, yeah. bringing in forty. Not good. Another um, another chance to see if my wife is listening. Kim, are you running <laughs> UConn athletics? Oh, man. The opinions expressed. <laughs> oh Kim boy, did not. Express. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So if you look a little more granular at the numbers, uh, UConn's football team, and and as you guys know, this is the way that most schools make money to help balance all the other teams. Yeah, the football team's losing about eight and a half million dollars a year. Is this why we uh, know UConn has been sort of that? That team begging to get pulled into the major conference, and they just—they're having the conversations. They just haven't been plucked yet. UConn men's basketball losing five million dollars a year. UConn's women's basketball, the you know obviously the best team in the country. Uh, oh, well, well, are they? Are they? The, uh, 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 the best. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, one I mean, of the best. A, yes, no, they lost. They're the best program in the country. Okay. It's not debatable. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they are. Um, <laughs> we are done. Wait, you're telling me they're losing money and they're losing money and they're, they're not number one. And you're telling dollars. me it's un, it's not debatable that they're the best. So you know, obviously, there are people that are upset about this. To to, to help balance that budget, they're getting money from student fees. They're getting oh boy, thirty million dollars from the institution. Mm-hmm. Um, on one side of the argument, there are people out there, and and you can there, there's some truth to this that say that UConn's status as a university is so much higher now in 2019 because of the fact that people see them winning on basketball court they see them on the football field not winning as much they see the women's basketball you know the athletics has helped raise the status of the university and and there's probably some truth to that could you say the easiest path to health is to cut the football program it's certainly i mean i saw i saw a good argument online about maybe not cutting the football team but moving the football team down to fcs Yeah. yeah so the second tier and that would allow uconn if they wanted to to rejoin the big east for basketball, right? You know? um, they're in the American Athletic Conference right now. That's certainly a possibility. The athletic director has, Val has, Ackerman. has been open about the fact that that they may have to cut other programs. Uh, my gut tells me it's obviously not going to be the football team. It might be a, a number of the other smaller non-revenue generating sports. But anytime you have a program that is, you know, making back half or less than half of what they're spending, that's no good. Speaking of the damn shame file, let's talk about football's insurance problem. Yeah, great, big. great story uh, from ESPN, where we've always talked about the headwinds yep. facing the NFL, and we've heard things like head trauma, but just the like the actual head trauma itself, like players not wanting to play, the feeder system drying up, high schools right. and nixing. But you go behind the financial reason as to why football could actually 
hurt here, and it's the insurance companies. The NFL is down to one insurer that seemingly is doubling the premium. You're getting smaller, like Pop Warners and smaller uh, leagues like that, that cannot find a carrier willing to insure them. It's a dangerous, brutal sport. But the, yeah, again, it's not an if you're going to get hurt, it's a when you're going to get hurt. If you don't have enough money as an entity to be able to pay these large premiums, and if you're a school district, if you're, again, a, a little side league, if you can't find insurance, you're not going to play. That is a an existential real threat to the sport. I'm wondering if we don't reach a point where the NFL, because it has the money, instead of going the insurance route, just Becomes starts, the insur- yeah, starts yeah. setting money aside yeah. on its own. And, and I would think that at least some college football programs, Texas, not UConn, uh, might be able to, to kind of do – a similar type of thing. I wonder if we're, if we're going to reach that point, but more holistically, this has to be a problem way beyond just football, yes. right? I mean, if you're looking at Hockey. concussions, yeah. youth, women's youth soccer, soccer. Is, is number one, yep. right? Auto um, racing. Yeah. Oh, here he goes again. <laughs> no, I, but think about it. I mean, that you know, you talk about a hate to use the phrase blood sport, but you that could go horribly wrong. Yes, and and if insurers are now suddenly hip to the idea that especially at, at the youth level, playing sports can cause concussions. There's going to be an insurance issue for a lot of sports. Ice hockey, soccer, football. Football's not alone, but it certainly is kind of the okay. poster child for this world. So will the private equity company see a, an opportunity here? I'm just waiting to see if it's somebody's going to see an, oppor- an opportunity if they think they can crunch the numbers better. To become kind of the, the middleman, the yeah, insurance. The insurance, yeah. Insur- yeah. yeah, yeah. But the ratings, in, oh, not the ratings, but I'm the, uh, the premiums are going to be sky high. Well, that's the point. Now, those that are still willing to do it just keep hiking their, and, their race. And there may be, I mean, this is an optimistic kind of rosy view, but there actually may be a, a good result that comes from this in that if if the, the struggles and the people that really don't have the money are Pop Warner and the, the lowest levels of football, if tackling gets you know essentially eliminated from, from those levels, that actually might not be a bad thing per the science. Let's, in, let's in, uh, invest in the flag football league. There you go. New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Rams. For Super Bowl Fifty Three, uh, I didn't okay. know John Facenda had walked in. I, <laughs> <laughs> the wrong team. Got the snow the of the Bowl. wrong team <laughs> descending upon Atlanta. But but the refs, with their backs turned to the play, missed <laughs> everything. I'm sorry. I, I just that just so annoyed. bitter. He's not even a he's not even a, a Saints, Saints fan. fan. Yeah. So I'm not a Saints fan, but uh, did you lose money on the game? Is this is this where this is coming from? So hey, bitter. this is the Bloomberg business of sports podcast. Yes, ding 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 ding. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Barr, poorer, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Novi Williams. We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with Colin Neville of the Rain Group. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online wherever you get your podcasts.